0: Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Apologies for my late arrival. About five minutes late here. I have been having equipment issues all day, starting with my 9 a.m. radio hit. Going strong at my 5 p.m. daily chat. Nothing but problems over here at uh, Nagler Studio. But hope you're all doing well wherever you are. Much better than the Milwaukee Brewers. Happy opening day. (laughs) Wow, it's going to be a long season. Hope you're all doing well. Uh, good to see everybody in the comment section already mixing it up. Like I said, sorry that I'm late. Didn't have a particular Packers topic to uh, lead with today other than to say, and I've been seeing a lot of this um, over the course of the last couple weeks as we wait for resolution on the Aaron Rodgers trade, um, kind of mixed in with, you know, talk about the draft. And then, of course, there's the how the Packers operate when it comes to letting older players go and that whole conversation that's kind of been unearthed again because of the pending, you know, trade of Rodgers. And it all kind of coalesces around this idea that, you know, and I guess I, I'm a bit of a creature of Twitter, so I'm on Twitter a lot, and I see a lot of these conversations happening, and it's happened on the Discord as well. I've noticed it there. Uh, kind of bubbling around uh, at times. Man, I understand being a realistic fan, right? I understand, because God knows, Corey's yelled at me more times than I can count about, you know, trying not to sugarcoat stuff and trying to look at things and be realistic about them. I totally get that. But, man, there there there's a moment where it crosses over. And I don't know if it, it's a definitive line, but there's a moment where it seems to cross over to just never, ever, ever getting behind the team. Like, the team is always wrong. The team is never going to live up to whatever fan expectation you have because you've seen other teams do things. And I think, you know, some of it is, yes, the advent of fantasy football and this idea of roster construction. And, of course, the two things are nowhere near similar yet. Now that fantasy football is so ingrained into the sport – People have ideas about players and value and and how the draft operates and things like like that, and it just kind of all coalesces to this continuous barrage of negativity. And I understand, and Corey kind of touched this on uh, about this on Twitter earlier today, and it got me thinking. You know, it's like. You can be a Packers fan, and you can absolutely go at the organization. I totally get it. They, they are not infallible. They make mistakes all the time, and I'm down with it. I got no problems with it. But, man, at some point, are you a Packers fan or are you not? You know what I mean? Like, you don't need much more evidence presented to you over the course of the last decade plus longer for those of us who've been around a little longer to know how they operate. Especially since Ron Wolf walked in the door in the early nineties. You know, yes, they they, you know, the general managers in and of themselves have different ways of operation, but you know, you kind of can set your watch by how they're gonna operate. Whether that's free agency, whether that's the draft, whether that's even in-game stuff. Like, we know what the Packers are about. They're about to embark on a new journey, no doubt about it, turning the page to a new kind of era. But even then, got a coach and a general manager and a cap guy who we know how they operate. And yeah, the circumstances are going to be a little different without a superstar quarterback in the mix, but we know what they're about. So this constant, and I mean constant bitching about they didn't sign this guy, or they don't do this, or they won't do that, I'm not sure what people expect. I'm not sure where fans are, where they're like, I want the Packers to operate like these 31 other teams. It's never going to happen. That's not who they are. This is your team. Get behind them. Just once, just once, get behind them. And, like, look, I I could take this piece by piece. It doesn't really bear kind of getting into the nitty-gritty as far as certain arguments and what, you know, specifics about where people seem to always want to bitch about things. But man, could we just, I just ask some folks who seem to always want to be negative about the green and gold, like, man, and I know no one wants to hear in title town and all of that. And I get it. I understand it, but we get behind your team. It's your team. I just, I just needed to get it off my chest because it's, really been bugging me lately. Um, like I said, kind of a coalescing of a lot of different subjects, probably kind of a a narrative thread that I've noticed kind of through all of it. Um, so yeah, like I said, nothing specific to lead with today, but that's something that's just been bugging the shit out of me. Like, you know how the Packers are going to operate. You know it. You've watched it. Like, I don't understand what people expect. They all of a sudden expect the Packers to have some kind of different spine, some different skeleton. Like, this is who they are. It's a 100 years have led up to this moment. You know who they are. You know? They don't operate like other teams. They aren't like other teams. They're your team. You should know this. Anyway, get off my soapbox and say hi to everybody in the comment section. Hope you're all doing well. Good to see everybody. Like I said, sorry I'm late. Uh, How we all doing, folks? Rick's here. What's up, Rick? Stockholm, Sweden, tuning in. How's Stockholm, man? Hello from New York City. When was the last time a player in the NFL declined to retire with, with the team he played the majority of his career with because he was pissed off? Has it ever happened? I mean, declined to? I don't know. I mean, Tom Brady leaps to mind. So does Joe Montana. I don't know, and neither their, you know, exits from either New England or uh, San Francisco were cordial. And I know the the glossy bullshit that the Patriots put out, like, oh, you know, thank you, Tom, and all that stuff, and you know, read Seth Wickersham and. Get behind the scenes, and you you know how contentious it was towards the end between Tom and and Belichick. So it's just I don't think Rodgers is some unique thing, you know. I mean, he it, as a person is no doubt about it, but the situation you know, guys ending up in even greats ending up in other cities is the norm. Much you know, not the uh, not the outlier. Jeezy baby, thanks for the super chat. Let's be positive people. Positive the bears still suck. <laughs> there you go. See? Now we're now we're talking. Abdul, thanks man. Hey Aaron, could you see the Jets giving up on 12 and just move on to Lamar? No, I don't see that happening. Joe Douglas touched on that at the owners meetings. Um, you know, if they were to do that, it would be probably negotiating in bad faith. He doesn't want to be doing that. You know, it, they're all in on Aaron, you know. The owner didn't fly across the country uh, so they could turn around and go after Lamar. You know, they are all in on Aaron Rodgers. I don't, I don't see them changing course. Sam, thanks for the super chat. Might be a dumb question, but how come when a player is traded, there's still a major cap hit dead cap. If Rodgers is traded, pack still take a hit because the cap hit is allocated towards the current season. If he had been traded last year, they, would and, had taken the cap hit at that point, uh, they wouldn't have to worry about it this year. Um, But the cap hit accelerates because of signing bonuses and things of that nature. It all has to hit the current league year, which would be 2023. Now, that's why post-June 1st, you can split it up if you want to as the team, but uh, backers probably won't be doing that. Uh, What else we got, folks? Mimsy, thanks to Super Chat. Air Jordan going to 3 the Hall of Fame run. Hashtag belief. Air Jordan. I like it. I like it. Hey, man. I am, I am all about that life. Eric, thank you for the super chat. Stay the course and get excited for your Packers. I mean, yeah, stay the course and get excited. But look, I'm not saying my opening thing here is like I'm not saying don't criticize them. I totally get critica- criticizing them. I absolutely get that. But when your whole through line, when every single utterance you have, either in life or online, is bitching about them, why are they your favorite team? Why do you call them your team? It makes no sense to me. None. Ayahuasca, thanks to Super Chat. Opening monologue was spot on, but that being said, I think you see the negativity in society in general. Maybe a reflection of that on how fans fan. Fans fan? I don't know. I mean, maybe probably, but I think there have been guys on bar stools bitching about sports teams for ages as long as there have been bar stools, as long as there have been people. So I think some of that's human nature rather than society. Um, maybe those two things are intertwined, I guess, but yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, and, and this is more, what I'm bitching about is way more Packer-centric. Like, like I understand, again, bitching about your sports teams. I uh, totally get that. Um, God knows I do it with Chelsea and the Brewers quite often including today when, hey, look, we've got bases loaded and double play and nothing. We're back. Um So, yeah, I get bitching about it, right? But, you know, when it's your only thing and when you have decades of evidence to know how they're going to operate, you know what they're all about and you choose to call them your favorite team and then proceed to do nothing but let, you know, odious garbage Come out of either your mouth or your Twitter feed 24 hours a day. Like, what are you doing? What is, what is your purpose? How is this feeding you in any way? I don't know. Abdul, thanks again, man. Picking up where we left off with disappointments. Just kidding. But who has more of a letdown? Jimmy Graham or Martellus Bennett? Whew, that's a tough one. I mean, Martellus Bennett was more of a flame-out because of just the circumstances. It was just so unique and wild and whatever. But I got to say Jimmy Graham just because I thought Martellus would come in and be a solid contributor. I didn't expect him to come in and, you know, be a major contributor. I thought Jimmy Graham coming off a 10-touchdown year in Seattle was at least going to help them score in the red zone. Yeah, I still say, you know, yeah, Jimmy Graham's got to be – And that's why I don't social media. I guess YouTube, closest thing I do to social media. BS. The working—it's a—it's a good way to go about life. I tell you that. So much hype behind Graham. Yeah, well, that's the old thing. And I remember who was it? Uh, Spoon years ago had a, a piece in a column that he wrote. I think I tweeted it out years ago, and I always come back to it. You know, free agency is. Um, you know, stadium food prices for hot dog stand talent or something like that. And it was so, so perfect, you know. it's oftentimes the guys who hit free agency are on the street for a reason, you know. Especially today when teams have every avenue to make sure they retain the guys they want, you know. And every, yeah, every so often, yes, you're going to find guys, you're going to find talent, you're going to find upside, no doubt about it. Man, it's it's you know it's not a panacea. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Michael, thank you for the super chat. Damian Lillard's interview about enjoying the journey and not worrying much about, as much about winning titles should be required viewing for all sports fans. Thank you, Michael. I retweeted that a couple weeks ago, and it is by far one of my favorite things that I've ever heard a professional athlete say into a microphone. Essentially, if you have not seen what Michael's talking about. Um, I urge you to search it, Uh, find it, search it out, because it is absolutely, crystallizes where I am as a sports fan. And especially when I'm talking about the Green Bay Packers. It's like, it is, it it, it completely captures my frustrations with the conversations about goats and rings and, you know, the championships and, oh, the Packers have only won two Super Bowls. It is such gassish nonsense. Like, I That It's such, it's empty calorie bullshit. And it it dominates so much of the conversation in sports. Michael, thank you for bringing that up. Because I often think of that interview when I'm kind of, I guess, you know, ingesting this content. And I'm like, these people just, there's no, there's no there there. You know? So everything you do every single season when you don't win a title means absolutely nothing, according to the internet, apparently. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I Thank you, Michael. Absolutely, everyone should see that interview if they get a chance. Luke, thanks for the Super Chat, bud. Just an appreciation, Super Chat, for you doing what you do every day on here and putting up with some unique opinions via Twitter. I will say, you know, shout out to Elon Musk, because new Twitter, I don't see as much bullshit as I used to. And it's like, yeah, I've got a lot of people muted and blocked and whatever. But, man, he has, I will say, the new algorithm, the for you versus the following thing, you know, I don't ever go on the for you page. And I have, I I am blinkered to a lot of the bullshit now, which is great. But every once in a while. You still get uh, you still get uh, enrolled in it every once in a blue moon. Matt, thanks for super chat. What's the window on the RFA negotiation period for Yash, where another team can come and sign an offer sheet? If The Packers don't match, then it's a second. Yes to that second part, Matt. I cannot remember off the top of my head what the deadline is. I am just operating in my world where Yash is going to be back because I don't think um, I don't think anyone's going to give up a second for Yash Nyman, but we'll see. But I do know it's it's upcoming. Um, I just read this the other day, too, but I can't remember off the top of my head, man. I'm so sorry. Um, but, yes, you are correct. If the Packers don't match, they will get a second pick, second round pick. Overshadow Sean, thanks to the Super Chat. So I guess Darnell Washington will be the first Packer to wear zero. <laughs> man, from your Super Chat to the football god's ears, I am down with that every which way. And I'm pretty sure if I saw uh, right, uh, Justice had him going to the Packers in his latest mock. So Justice is on your wavelength. David, thanks for the super chat. I have a sneaking suspicion Love will be better than people think, but will he be worth his fifth-year option? Either way, go Pack Go. Oh, 100%. 100% worth his fifth-year option. Uh, I think what's funny to me is I this is how I fully expect it to go. May 1st, by May 1st, because that's the deadline, they'll exercise his fifth-year option. Uh, he'll start, obviously, week one for the Green Bay Packers. By week eight, he'll have played well enough that they will sign him to an extension, and he won't ever really enter the year of his fifth-year option because he will have a new contract extension. That's how I think it's going to play out. Market zero, David. Mark the tape right here. 17 minutes and 17 seconds into today's day, Packers Daily. So when I said that. Check back week nine of the season. Mimsy, thanks for Super Chat. If NBA talk is allowed here, ugh. shout out to the Bucks for their no drama commitment to excellence. Twelve dragging the organization is tired. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I stopped following the Bucks ages ago. I do love Giannis. I think he's amazing. Um, and shout out Drew Holiday for his performance the other night. Uh, and I only know these things because of Twitter. Like I, I'm on Twitter, and lots of my friends follow the Bucks, and lots of people I follow follow the Bucks, so I know how they're doing and stuff like that. But yeah, I when Big Dog missed a an open uh it was a real makeable shot there in the Eastern Conference Finals back in the day and then they broke up the big 3. That was it. That was my last year. My last year following the Bucks. It might just broke my heart. So, I've never come back and I know the Bucs have done well. They've obviously won a championship. They're great. Giannis is a ma- is a man among men and he's brilliant awesome superstar, great for the city of Milwaukee. Um, my youngest daughter loves Giannis. That's how, like, how much his star has eclipsed even basketball, right? Like, my daughter, who doesn't care about sports at all, and whose dad doesn't even care about the Bucs, she loves Giannis. Um, so, yeah, no, I'm, the Bucks just ain't, just, I just I just don't have time in my life for it. But that doesn't mean they're not great. I know they're doing great, and that's awesome. Uh, but I do always think about the, uh, Somebody did a political cartoon where Giannis was the, the new king of Wisconsin sports and Rodgers was drawn as a jester next to the throne, jumping up and down saying, Hey, what about me? Kind of apt, gotta say. Abdul, thanks again, bud. If you had to pick a linebacker to man the middle for the next 10 years, do you think Bishop, Barnett, Hawk, or Campbell? Ooh, ooh. Um,. Probably Bishop, but maybe Campbell, um, Barnett and Hawk both very talented guys who did a lot of good stuff for the Packers. Obviously Hawk uh, and Barnett uh, won a ring, but yeah, no, I, I Bishop, oh man, loved Bishop. I think Bishop and Campbell together would be amazing. Um, I'd probably go either Bishop or Campbell, but probably you know actually probably Campbell. I just think he has the kind of the best well-rounded game out of those four. (laughs) Rick, Hawk was slow. (sighs) I love it. Well, he wasn't fast. We'll we'll give you that. He was not fast. Uh, Del Aroz, what's up, man? Hey, Nags, any potential late-round quarterbacks you think the Packers might be looking at? Think if Hooker falls to the late second, third, they might take him? I love Hooker's game. I'd be surprised if he... Ends up in Green Bay. Um, I Could they take him if he's there in the third? Sure. Yeah, it's a possibility. Um, I love the TCU kid. I hope they take a look at him on day three. Uh, but I do expect they'll take a quarterback in this draft. Uh, I think that's pretty clear. But we will see. Overshadow up in here with George Coons. I like it. Soder, when the Brewers finally win a World Series, they will own the state for at least a decade. Uh, you know, they'll be up there. There's no doubt about it. I don't know, man, if anybody will ever take over the Packers, but it will be a sight to behold. Just gotta, can they just get to a World Series? They were so fucking close a couple years ago, man. Well, you got to bring me down? Spiked, what's up, man? Thanks for Super Chat. You can make one trade at any point in Packer history. What trade would you make that would have won a Super Bowl? <laughs> um, I'd say uh, the trade for Marshawn Lynch, but they won a Super Bowl. They didn't trade for Um, Man, I don't know. Really, would have loved to have Ted pulled off that Randy Moss trade. That would have been baller. Favre and Moss in Green Bay. Come on. I don't know, man. Why people got to bring me down tonight? Why? Luke Depeche Mode season. Yeah, no doubt. They're gonna play two concerts here in New York that I can't go to. Those tickets are insane. Man, I saw Depeche Mode at Madison Square Garden like eight years ago or something like that. Uh, I think it was a Delta Machine tour. I was like 30 rows back, dead center, on the floor. Tickets were like 200 bucks. 250, maybe. Like I had a great night. It was awesome. You know what the tickets are for this tour? Nosebleeds, like way off to the side, can barely see the stage proper, like 800 bucks. Are you fucking kidding me? Man, I love Depeche Mode, but I got a family. It ain't right, man. It just ain't right. Uh, where can I buy Carry the G Beer? Moon Man, you cannot buy Carry the G Beer uh, at the moment. You will be able to buy Carry the G Beer uh, later this summer. Probably at the start of training camp. But we will let you know when it is back, so to speak. Um, all right, everybody. I'm going to have to get going can't thank you guys enough for hanging out, talking Packers and various other things each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor and hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends, tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go.